Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining on the live stream of Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Greatly, greatly appreciated for the love and support over there. We are live here on Ryback TV on YouTube. We just hit 424,000 subscribers, so greatly appreciated. And thank each and every one of you for subscribing. Keep those notifications on. If you don't got them on, guys, it, it greatly helps to know when we go live on the different things or when there's a new video uh, posted on the channel. You are the co-host of this show. The ebb and flow of this show goes where your questions go. Health, fitness, supplementation, life, politics, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. We are streaming live at Twitch at Ryback Rules and Facebook at Ryback Reeves. I apologize for the sound in the background. My landscapers are uh, working on the yard, the front and backyard, and uh, they've been here for a while, and uh, they, they they turn on those blowers right as we uh, we kick off the show, which they did the last time, too. I think they came during the show last time, but uh, they can't, they, you know, nothing you can do about it, although they, they, there's nothing on the side of my home. It's all turf, and there's, like, no leaves, so I, I don't understand why they necessarily have those blowers going like crazy on the side of the yard, but it is what it is on that. Guys, this show's available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you can swing over to iTunes, leave a five-star review. I say thank you in advance. Thank you, thank you, thank you three times in advance. And they're back. The blowers are now coming back to the side window. Oh. Guys are great. They do a phenomenal job keeping everything trimmed and nice, but... See him through the little holes in the blinds. They know they're, they're, they're listening and they're like, oh, you started the Ryback show. Let's turn on the blowers. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's going to drive me crazy like it did last time. The Because uh, they sat in their truck for about 30 minutes when they, they, they would have been done had they started. I don't know if they were waiting for somebody else. And I took the dogs and we got a coffee and took them out for a bit. But uh, anyways, guys. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for all people, men and women. He, she, and the on feedmemore.com. You love and support and keeping us going, keeping us strong during these crazy times are greatly appreciated. A lot of businesses have gone out of business. Supplement companies have gone out of business. Businesses in general have gone out of business. So I greatly appreciate our loyal customers. We have a very, very high returning customer rate each and every month of you guys that continue to keep us going strong with everything. And I will continue to give you the best supplements on the planet, as well as all the Ryback merch and accessories that we have on the, on the site, feedmemore.com. A lot of great blogs that are free and tools that you could use to help you achieve your, your goals uh, and your fitness, your fitness goals on there as well. And health goals too, with all of that. Guys, you can save 30% discount code Ryback30 for all new customers. Ryback30, 
returning customers can save 20% discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20 on there. And you get a free bottle of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Support as well, a $44.99 value. Yours free is the free gift. So go on over there, guys. Check that out. And uh, let's rock and roll. What do we got going on today here on the Ryback Show? Super chats are appreciated and brought up on the screen. The big guys, Starbucks and, and Shoulder Relief Fund. Um, I'm looking here. Sugar, sugar, sweet sugar, sugar, triple S in the house. Ryback Show regular, Bill Wild, Ryback Show regular. Good to see you guys. Is uh, is Sauce God here today? <laughs> uh, was it Sauce God? Was that the name, Sauce God? That was the hardest I laughed yesterday on the channel. And uh, thank you for saying the best show on YouTube. This is uh, this show, this will be a number one show at some point on the rankings. This is, and we started off years ago, Red Hot, and then everything kicked in and uh, just wait. I have no doubt that in this format, I don't even have to bring guests on this show. What I am doing right here, right now is more than good enough to be a number one show. It is, uh, it's just a matter of getting all this BS and, and everything eliminated. I've grown the following. I continue to grow the following. One of the most followed pro wrestlers, and I know this sounds like I'm tooting my horn, but I do this to reinforce so people can see the, the suppression levels of like, what is so different about me that I'm able to get this huge following and then I can't connect with it? It's just common sense. You go, it doesn't make any sense. It's not like I'm not active. It's not like I'm not putting out the same content. It's just, there's not, it's the impressions. And that's how they can hide you with that. So out of all the people on TV, six and a half years off of TV, with this and this this suppression, I am still one of the most followed pro wrestlers in the entire world. One of the most followed people in the world overall still in the grand scheme of things. There, so it's like you just have to say, you know, what's going to happen when those handcuffs are are, are 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 unlocked? And I'll tell you what, the number one show. How you doing? I'm doing good, my man. Doing good. Uh, El Salvador in the house. Good to see you. Thank you very much. They're still blowing. It's crazy. I don't even have trees with leaves. I, I often wonder. I know some of the neighbors' leaves will occasionally blow in the backyard, but these guys are. Those mowers have been on for a bit now. I wonder if that's all they do. That's just to, to fool me into that. They're that nothing ever really needs to work. They just turn on the blowers, and I think, oh, they're doing a great job and pay them. <laughs> TikTok account's been decent over there, even though we're. Uh, before I get to your questions, you guys. TikTok is actually, and I knew this was going on, they have blocked me from sending in reports on their appeals forms. And but and other people and I've checked could send they could send in a report. They've either blocked either my IP address or IP address and email and account username. And uh just from wanting to inquire about things and but uh I continue to send emails and, and try with everything uh, to get back on the creator fund. I, I don't, I don't know the, the TikTok support go literally go harass TikTok support on Twitter. Just harass them. If you guys see this on Twitter and tell them, why aren't you responding to Ryback? Why aren't you helping him fix his account? That's the only thing I could have left. Like there's no other, nothing. They, they have not answered me in like four months on there. They see the messages. I see they read them all. They just, they've stopped helping. They don't, they, there's, can you tell me why you've kicked me off the creator fund? Why couldn't you tell me if there's a, if there's a legit reason? Wouldn't that be the first thing you would let somebody know? Yes, it was because of this right here, but it's not the case with it and stuff. So 
It's to prevent me, and I, I've talked about this. WWE, and this has been their sole goal. Why they didn't use anything with me? They want to dry me out. They want they they don't think they don't think that I was going to be able to come back and wrestle. And so this was a way to prevent from everything I did and spoke up on. They want me to look like the biggest failure, and they want to send a message to pro wrestlers that you do not go against the grain, that you do not do what he did by just being a good human being and wanting more for everybody and doing like the right thing. They, they're trying to say no. You don't speak up. You don't do this. We will take your voice away. We will try to hold you back. Unfortunately, they picked the wrong motherfucker. They picked the wrong motherfucker. And I swear to God, we're going to beat them on every, every account. Clean sweep on all the trademarks. I haven't lost anything. The social media is the only thing those illegal bastards have gotten away with. And uh, it's going to come back. And a lot of people, those Twitter, the old Twitter regime is getting burned right now in, in, in hearings with the things they've done on the uh, political end of things. And they're going to be more. They're going to be able to find all these things that they've done for other accounts that they shouldn't have been doing. So we'll wait, get that Twitter fixed, and that voice will get a little louder, and then we'll keep raising awareness. And right now, YouTube has escalated it a second time. I've literally told them, I want, I want to keep being escalated until I want you to look at all the coding into my program on, on, on the algorithm. I don't care about the, the analytics. I want you to look at the coding and see and they can see, they could clearly see that, yeah, your account does not get nowhere near what it should for the amount of followers. Okay, we can acknowledge that there's an issue here, so we need to dive deeper into why that's happening. And uh, and I've been very patient and talking very calmly to these people, and because uh, I'm like, I want it fixed. Like, at the end of the day, I got to get this fixed. So let's go. Enough of that. Gets me hot talking about it. I've never had a bunion on my big toe. Just got diagnosed, Bill says, with extremely painful. Weird question. Sorry. No, Bill, I, I've never, I've had, like, uh, maybe maybe I have had, I don't know if, I've, I mean, I'm not a bunion. I've had where I've, like, ripped open my foot, like, a, like a, a blister on the bottom from, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was something wrestling, too. And, like, I remember I had to, like, put, like, gauze and, because it was really painful, and uh, like bandages and wrap it around and then like wear an extra pair of thick socks uh, for like a week until it healed. Like I've had like things like that happen. And then obviously blisters on the back of my heel. Those are annoying as hell when those happen. And it's the same thing. It's just like I try to put like a little padding over it and get me through. Once you get through like a few days, it like toughens up enough to wear. But when it's fresh and like really sensitive, oh, that's so painful. But a bunion, I can't say I ever have. Anything dealing with our feet, though, and all the nerve endings on the bottom, and it, it can, it can, it can, it can mess up everything. Okay, if you had to face off against one wrestler in a power slap league contest, who would it be? Oh, uh, well, geez, I think Bill. If I'm gonna, clearly, I'm gonna go with somebody undersized on this and, and go for a dominant victory. You've seen the video. I've not yet seen one slap video where it's a smaller opponent against a much larger opponent where the smaller opponent has 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 outdone them. I'm sure there might be one exists, but like a, on the I've seen some of the drastic side dif differences when they go like a massive heavyweight, super heavyweight versus like a really small like flyweight. And I don't. This was like not any not like the power slap league. These are like other shady slap league organizations. And those poor little guys, that's why there's weight classes in fighting. And so if you're telling me that, like I get the opportunity to pick, oh, it's going to be like the two-on-one local squash matches. We're going to pick the smallest guys possible. 
I'm going to be undefeated for for years on that because I that's I, I you, you you're taking brain damage on every one of those paws that you're getting regardless. I think I actually would do very well at that with my neck and me. My, I've never had a concussion and, the, and I've been hit. Like I I've got like, I've trained for since I was a kid on that. And the, your neck is a shock absorber, but I could take, I could take a shot. Like I, and I've, I've been, I've been hit really hard multiple times in my career and been completely fine. The hardest I've talked about RVD, a kick to the face, which you've heard the stories and I love Rob. I I'm mad at myself that I didn't get my hand to block it. It was that spinning kick. It was on raw. I've talked many times and it hit me right in the, it got me flush. And I remember I screamed, I, I went I, the F word out loud on live TV that I think they were able to get out on a delay later. They took it out. I don't remember how, but I just remember it was, and, and nobody even was mad because I think everyone saw that I got, got rocked and, uh, but I was completely fine after that. But it was, that was the hardest I've ever been, been hit like square in the, in the, in the head and the face um, on that. But uh, I'm trying to think. So if I got to pick somebody in all of wrestling for a power slap challenge, who's the smallest guy in pro wrestling right now? Would it be, would Darby? At, no, no. Danhausen. Is it Danhausen? Danhausen straight up Danhausen. Because Darby Allen's crazy and tough, so he could probably take take some shots. But I'm not I'm not worried about uh, the the reciprocating shot as much on that. But 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 Danhausen gimmick, straight up, straight up. I, I like he's entertaining, but for a power slap, that's the big guy Ryback versus Danhausen all day long. <laughs> he although he could use mystery spells on me to end up getting the victory in the end. Great question. Random great question. Super chat. JC Flicks, thank you very much. Sup, Ryback. Watching wrestlers such as yourself has motivated me over the years to change my lifestyle and start going to the gym. Thank you, sir. JC, thank you very much for sharing that with me and and other people that have helped you wrestling-wise. And That's life, my man, and motivation and we all have the ability to motivate and change people's lives. It doesn't matter if it's one person or if it's millions of people. Uh, it's a very rewarding experience. And um, I told a guy I met um, that that in, in person here at the gym that had said I'd, I'd helped change his life and and motivated him and, and watches things. And, and I said, you have that same ability to do what I'm doing. And it's just being genuine, being yourself and sharing your experiences with others and people that are younger, people that are older, that haven't had that information yet. I go, before you know it, you you can you could do that same exact thing. And I go, maybe not at the same scale right away. I go, but you can be bigger in 10 years. You never know. And I go, it's just, it's a circle of life and you try to share with what you've learned. And I always say, I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. I just, I, I do what I believe is best. And I try to keep a positive mindset and outlook on things is often as much as possible and and that's how we can learn and grow and and when you get that from people that you you choose to get that from and respect and it makes it makes a big difference on that so thank you very much i love hearing things like that double w in the house good to see you my man life is great i've got the the starbucks coffee here Got a big leg workout today. Life is good. 
Uh, have I tried the steak and bacon grilled cheese from Sonic yet? Top tier if you like steak sandwiches. A uh, big fan. I, I, I love, I've talked about it. I love steak and chicken. And, um, and ever since I, I went vegan there for 13, 14 months and I didn't have anything. And then I made the adjustment to Avo Vegetarian where I added eggs. And then I occasionally will randomly order chicken wings. And uh, chicken wings have always been one of my favorite foods. And uh, I love the taste of it. I'll be the first to say, like, but I, I obviously, and when you learn about the the factory farming and animals and it's, uh, and where I was very, I, I was really strict with it initially. And then too, it's like, then you, you, you have lightened up slightly and lightened up in the sense of like, still hardly eat it. And then predominantly vegan plant-based almost all the time with that. But like, I don't have a moral issue with eggs. I think eggs are a superfood and it's, and then when you, you know, like eggs and getting it from a good place where the, where the chickens aren't being tortured or anything like that, there's no, there's no reason not to have them in my opinion. And then I don't, and, and but, but the animal, animal stuff is, is, is a much more difficult discussion on that. And it's just, I haven't, I haven't like, I've stayed away from the steak and stuff and, um, and, but the chicken wings I've, I've, I have had on occasion and it's just something that, and it's. And then I can go periods where I'm not, but uh, I and I, I'm sure it's amazing to answer your question. I just I, I haven't done any of those on the food videos, and I still stick with doing the plant based on the food videos. And trust me, I you know that was another thing I've I've talked about this, and I think the YouTube. I think there is very there's there's I know there's I know for a fact there's stuff going on with the YouTube because it's tied in, into the revenue. It's the same. It's, they 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 don't want me making revenue anywhere. They're trying to, and they've tried with my business and they've done things with the marketing that have, have made me my inability to market as well as we were able to for the beginning of the first three, four years. And uh, it's, I, I wouldn't wish what I've had to go through with anybody and it, it's pure evil and, it, and they could play, play dumb all day long. And it's, we have enough information to know on the legal side of things, what's going on with it. But I, I've thought like, even like my videos, I go, I know the videos where I do the major chain restaurants you know, if I were to do the Popeye's ghost finger wings, you know, that video will get good views on YouTube. It's still not going to get what it should be getting on that. But that's where people, a lot of people can't understand, you know, a video that might get 100,000 views on there. That might have got 10 million if this stuff wasn't in place. This is this is and we know this because it's happened on TikTok. And that's the perfect thing because we I know when my account is shadow banned, which it currently is still on there. Um, and post, I still have got a couple posts, a few posts that have gotten to the millions, but those, those would have done far more on it, but that's just the, that's showing that I have that ability to still do that. So it's really hard for people to decipher sometimes like, what do you mean with it and whatnot? But the videos eating the major chains, YouTube rewards because they're partners with all the major food companies, Pizza Hut, Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, Carl's Jr., all, all the fast food places, they all, KFC, Popeyes, they all are partners with YouTube and advertising. So they take care of their partners and they distribute their videos more is one other thing we found out on it. And that's why if you notice like the Pizza Hut video I did the other week, that's getting way better views as opposed to the week prior where I did Disco Donuts, which is great junk food, donuts and, and, and donuts, burgers, those would do well if that was from a major chain, but they don't distribute it the same way either on top of all the, the shadow band deal connected to the algorithm. So it's, uh, 
I, I think about it often. I go, man, you know, if I would eat, but I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to be eating that stuff regularly or routinely like that. And on the channel, cause it's not, it's not authentic to how I'm eating and, you know, so, but it is something I, like I said, I've thought about it cause it just to see, and I'm like, well, maybe I should just do it and see, but it'll be really disheartening to me to see it too, even though, and then I'm like, well, maybe I should just keep doing this. And then, but I'm just, I'm, I'm hopeful that everything's going to get fixed and with starting with Twitter and, and that's going to open the floodgates here. Super chat, Grim Reefer, good to see you, buddy. So I told my family I wanted to go vegan, and they laughed at, uh, they laughed at and said, why? I told them one of my favorite wrestlers is vegan and had me convinced. Anyway, I'm not going to get any support from my family. Yeah, that's typically what they do. People that don't understand. And I, I'll never understand. I think it's just it, it's, it's, a reflection, it's a reflection of them and the limited uh, knowledge that they have on the vegan diet. So a lot of people too, if you just say the word vegan, they associate the word vegan with a ne in a negative way. Even though we all eat a portion of our diet is vegan, every single one of us. So whether you're you're quote unquote full vegan or not, everybody is eating a portion of their diet vegan. They're just their full diet is not vegan, but they hear that word and they just think like they think just like all you eat is broccoli and, and celery and like in, in fruits. And, and that's just a, a portion of some of the things you eat, which is what people should be eating daily anyways, with the micronutrients and the antioxidants the stuff has. And it, it's a weird, weird thing that we live in a society now where people that like you're looked at almost it could, like by people that if you eat normal and by normal, I mean healthy, you don't eat like processed foods and you eat the foods that were on this planet and eaten for, for centuries and centuries and centuries and thousands upon thousands of years prior. Oh, that's weird. You don't eat the processed gummy bears and, and Skittles and, you know, all the, the foods. And no, not, not, as, not that often with that. But that's a lot of people, they just don't get it. And it comes down to like learning the foods. And, and again, all it is is I look at it from it just life is energy and food is energy. Why wouldn't we want to put the best energy possible in our bodies? You look, you're going to look better. You're going to feel better. Who doesn't? Everybody would want to be in shape if they could. I I wish everybody could be in shape for a day and see and go walk around and see as compared to being out of shape and being. And we all have the ability to do this, but that's the work ethic part of life. And it takes work and it takes it takes effort and it takes learning. It takes learning about the, the foods that we put in our our system and. You know, and not just going with the flow, asking questions. Well, why are we eating this? Oh, we're eating this KFC because we, we ordered this. And my my parents used to order this when we were kids. And every Friday we eat KFC and every Thursday's Pizza Hut and every Wednesday's this and every Tuesday and, and Sunday's Donut Day and Buffet and Donut Day. Like You're like, well, why are we doing this? And people with families that, that don't haven't learned and that's what they've done and their family passed it on to them and it's up to us individually to hear other people and to learn and go, wait a second. I don't, I don't like the way I look and feel. I want to be better. I want to be more and to implement changes. And, and then when oftentimes families are one of the number one things that can contributors to holding people back. If I would have just listened to my family and done everything, I, I would have been a loser. I would have been a straight up loser. And I just gone with the flow and like, and I don't say that like in a disrespectful way, but like, like there's nobody was pushing me to want to be more. Nobody, it was, I learned that I go, that's up to me. And I always had it in me. 
that was always different, the different than a lot of them. And there's nothing, but like a lot of people's families, the good thing is my family has never, nobody's ever like tried to stop me from doing what I want to do and going for my dreams and things, my ambitions and my, my goals and desires, right? With that, a lot of people's families will, will try to talk them out of it and try to and, and, and do things. And, and people, you know, you, we, a lot of people, and understandably so, put importance on that and what they say. And, you know, a lot of parents play it safe. You know, I don't think my dad, my dad wasn't happy when I left, dropped out of college to go to, to go to WWE, wanted me to be a baseball player and finish and get my degree. There's a lot of money in that. Right. And I go, this is what, no, this is what I've always wanted to do. And I, and that was where I bet on myself and I went and I did it. And, I, and that was when I, I learned at a very young age, I learned to trust my instinct and instincts in my gut and, and, and to do what I wanted to do. It's not his life. He had his life and he has his life. This is my time, my choice. And that's what you got to do. It's not, and you don't, you don't hate your parents. You don't have to be disrespectful towards them, but it's like, you, you got to do what you want to do. They have their lives. You have yours. They're not, they, after you're born, it's not their life. It's it's yours. And so you have to, you have to, you just got to, you got to just, you got to go after, you got to just that get hungry and just strive to be more and, and be happy along the process and the journey of it. And, you know, you don't need their support. You go and it, 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 maybe you're not, it's, you don't have all the foods in the house that you want to have, but you know, eventually if you, you move out or you, if you are moved out and like you're in control, you know, when you're younger and living at home, they have more say and control over things and maybe groceries, but you know, there's, you could always find ways around it and have them buying. You don't even, if, if I lived with a family that was like anti-vegan and growing up, what I would just do is outsmart them. I would have them order all, buy all the same foods, but like rice and beans and like things that they would eat normally anyways, but like ask, like get rice and beans and just, I would just keep my diet as strict as possible without them even knowing and not even say I'm vegan. I would just stay away from it. I would, I would, I would eventually just say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to do this. It's stupid. And that, and then take that out of their heads and then still have vegan foods on the list and, but not say, just say regular food. It's all it is, but you know what the vegan foods are on it and, and eat a clean diet that way as much as possible while at home. And it's, but I know I've heard from people and families that they're not supportive and, and things. And, you know, I just have, I, I, I look at it too. There was a guy, I saw a comment for me. There was somebody who goes, how can you call yourself a tough guy and, and you're vegan? And I, I'm just, I literally, I go, try me. Try me, Steven. Let's, I don't need to call myself a tough guy. Just try me. And we'll see when your gas tank tires out and mine doesn't. And I'm damn near 300 pounds of of, of strength in in just nonstop muscle with hustle that that will just not stop. And then you will feel it. You will feel it. You will feel it. And you will understand. Oh, I don't know shit. (laughs) Uh. Uh, good question. We got another super chat, sweet sugar, sugar, and then we'll get to that Ray Mysterio question. That was the one I wanted to talk about the other day. And I'm glad it came up. What's up, Ryback? Hope you and your pups had a great Valentine's day. Beautiful day today. Going to Texas for the first time in March. Uh, can't wait. Oh, I love Texas, Tyler. I, I hope you have a good trip down there. We did have a good Valentine's day and, um, life is good. Life is good. The, uh, I'm trying to think what my favorite town, San Antonio always holds a special 
place in my heart in Texas, Austin, Texas, San Antonio, uh, Dallas. I've been to many times. I don't, I don't, I don't mind Dallas, Houston. I don't mind. Uh, but I, but San Antonio and Austin are probably my two favorite places in Texas. So somebody asked, did I see the video of Rey Mysterio unmasked with fans? And yeah, for people that aren't aware, there was a situation where, and I, I just talked about this, I think, last week, prior to this Rey stuff, uh, about airport fans and people that bring their kids and they, they just try to get merchandise signed and they go around and they sell it online on eBay and on different sites. Um. In which I I, I always knew because I read Shawn Michaels' book many years ago, and I, I and he talks very negatively in, about the fans and people that do this, and all of us do. None of us like them in the sense that people that do this that turn around and sell. It's one thing if you get something signed for your kid, you know, and, and but even then, I'm just not a fan of stalking people and like waiting at airports when they're flying out or coming in when they're tired on no sleep. I think it's very selfish, and I, I don't have any respect for those people that do that. And I don't think a lot of wrestlers do, and, and people in, in sports and different things that, but wrestling, they 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 can they know when people are in town, they know when they're flying out, and they wait at the airports. Um, there was a situation where Rey Mysterio and he, he didn't have his mask on as he he's going through the airport and he doesn't wear his mask all the time. Newsflash with people, he's a human being with a regular face like everybody else, which, by the way, if you haven't seen Rey Mysterio's face, he wrestled without a mask for a good period in WCW as part of the Filthy Animals with that. So, like, if you, you know, but you, if you're just not aware that these wrestlers don't wear their mask all the time, uh, but he was in the airport and uh, there were those people I talked to about that that have all the memorabilia and they, they I've done, I've had, I've had, and this is what I've told you guys with people, I've had a guy where I, that, that I signed a card for him. I just signed one card and he had books full of me. He wanted me to sign pages of every card because he was going to turn around and sell them. And I said, no, thank you. And he started, this was at a Miami airport. I think before pay-per-view the night before I flew in, he started cussing at me. I mean, screaming at the airport. Uh, and I just ignore him. I have my bags, F you, blah, blah, Goldberg. Blah. And this is a guy that just wanted my autograph, right? That supposedly was a fan that I, that I gave him. My, I gave him one, but he wanted 30, 40 cards signed because he wanted to make money off of all of them. And, uh, and, I, and I've been through this before and I just said, no, but a lot of us will typically sign one thing. And then you two, you don't know, you go up and you sign and you see, they have pages full of all your stuff and all these people and you go, these are the sellers and you can spot them out pretty quickly with this. So, uh, and then the guy followed me all the way out to a cabin security finally came and got him. And, but I mean, screaming at the top of his lungs, everyone looking. I'm like, it ain't me. I don't give a shit. I just had my headphones, put them on, and just keep yelling, brother. You're not gonna, you're not gonna ruin my night. And uh, Ray encountered these people at the airport. They're filming him. He doesn't have his mask, and they're filming him, um, which I'm, I, I think is one of the most disrespectful things is filming people in public that that have not. Like, I just think you don't do it. Uh and uh, he signed one thing for somebody and they wanted everything signed or more items signed and, and he declined. And there was a thing where they, I think they tried to like shame him on like, like turning away autographs or something, which by the way, no wrestler owes any fan, anything on autographs. If you want to, I think it, I would be all right without every, 
I would be okay with a contract where they say you're not allowed to sign anything for anyone. I would I would actually welcome that where it's like unless it's a paid signing. I'd be like, sweet, let takes that out of it. It's in our contract. Sorry. Like with that, and that that protects your thing from these people that just go because that takes money out of your pocket on things that you do with these people, and it's putting money in theirs, and they haven't earned that right to do that. And uh it's just it's disrespectful. And a lot of them lie about it. And uh, but but Ray, and then people realize like Ray's one of the nicest people I've talked about that time and time again. And uh, and other people have spoken up about it. And these people are the lowest of the low. I've, I've told you guys last week about it, and it's just a coincidence. It happens, and it happens with one of the nicest guys. And but it's crazy that, that this is why I say like cancel culture and all the, the people, the fans that they try to stop you or prevent you. F you, you ain't going to stop anything. You just keep living. The best thing to do to cancel culture is just to keep posting. You don't let them, you just block them and you keep going about your day. They, they'll try, they'll try, they'll try, they'll try. But the truth always wins and you can't stop people, uh, and especially those that are that are hungry and, and stronger than you and better than you in every way possible. And, and, and Ray certainly is all of that. So um, it's like, try again. And they're just horrible people. And I see stuff like that. I get, and we all get upset because it's like, Guy's just trying to fly home to, to be with his family or, or fly out to go do his job. And, you know, in, in a true legend and, and has the longevity and, and been at the top forever. And it's like, the, you guys will turn on anybody. You will literally turn on anybody. And that's just like, all right, whatever. You guys, it just ends up hurting yourselves more. This is why, and it's like, we it's really hard sometimes to distinguish between good fans and negative marks. And I use the term mark for the negative, hateful, those people. Those are the marks. Being a fan does not make you – being a fan, being obsessed with wrestling and you're positive and you're a good person does not make anything wrong with you. That means you love it. You have a genuine love and passion for it. You're a good person with that. You're not trying to hurt people. Marks are like the little – or the, the the gremlins. Fans are gizmo. I've, I've talked about this before on Twitter. Fans are gizmo from gremlins. They're the, the mogwais. They're, they're, they're the sweet, loving, kind. They, they, they're happy. They, they, they cheer. They don't, they don't try to tear people down. They don't try to get people canceled, but the, 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 the gremlins, the spikes of, of the, of the fan base are the marks. And that's, and that's what they are. And they multiply with water and eating after midnight. And it's typically heavily processed foods, cheese puffs, Mountain Dews and Pepsis and, and what else is there? Doritos and cream filled donuts and, just, just, just drinking lard out of pickle jars, empty pickle jars full of, of grease, just chugging it at night to add to their markness. <laughs> They're the bad ones. And those were the people that were trying to make Ray look like a bad guy. El Elezer, thank you very much. Have a good, safe trip to work. Weirdest thing I've ever had asked to autograph was not the weirdest. It was the woman's breast at um at a bar. Just pulled them right out. We put feed me more Ryback feed me more right on them. I wonder if she got a tattoo of that after. It was back in my rock star days. Sweet sugar sugaru says, "How could anyone disrespect Rey Mysterio?" Greatest underdog of all time. You guys don't deserve to be treated like that. Thank you, Tyler. And that's just why I said there. It's a matter of there's good people 
And and this is why I, I like people to distinguish. There's nothing wrong with being a like I love wrestling fans. That's that's the bread and butter of the business. That's why like and it's passionate like. I like people that are fans of things. It's even okay if you're an extreme fan, you're obsessed, but you're not a bad person. You're not, you're not a hurtful, hateful, negative person. Those are the marks on that. And they, they get merged in. Those are not fans. They're not fans of anything. They're just miserable human beings. And there's baseball marks, there's football marks, there's acting marks, entertainment marks and TV marks and hockey marks and basketball marks and MMA marks and pro wrestling marks. They're the miserable portion of the people. They're the lowest on the totem pole. This, this is evil that lies on this planet, and that's why you just got to squash them like bugs and keep going because it's not even worth it. And it's, but, and I won't hold back on it. All the, all the wrestlers talk about this, by the way, and a lot of the ones that try to babyface you guys and group you all together, they're just afraid. They're just afraid. They're, they're just trying to work you to take your money. I'll tell you I don't want your money. I'll just stick to the good people and screw the rest of you. With that, because I'm too real, I'm not going to lie about it. I don't care how high up I am, whatever. Nope, I don't want your money. Go, just stay the hell away. Uh, Sam says, Ryback, what are your thoughts on Karrion Cross? Uh, feel like he's been slowly falling down the card in WWE personally. I think he's a great talker, and his in ring stuff isn't bad either. Yeah, I'm just now seeing more stuff on him, and uh. And I and saw there was a thing, and I don't know how true, saying that it was, it was an interview, and I actually read a part of it where I think just voicing uh, concerns on on how he's being used or not not getting the amount of opportunities. And um, it's uh, – I'll say he's he's been given a lot, more than a lot of people. And what they – and I don't know. There's always different things and reasons why things are happening. But I'll, I'll tell you, this is what I talk about. What you guys have to understand – there is a major difference from being an NXT, a developmental, and a limited TV audience, which is still more than what it used to be in developmental. It's a bigger because we used to have TV for all the other OVW and uh, Deep South Wrestling had it. I was gone at that point, but OVW and and Florida Championship Wrestling had had TV in in, in multiple markets. Nowhere near as big. No nowhere near what NXT is on USA, but that's still nowhere near the, the main roster. Um, on Raw and SmackDown, but still it, it closes that gap a bit. But that audience is still a developmental audience, so to speak. And, and they're a little more forgiving and they're not judging as harshly because they know people are kind of being groomed and trying to figure themselves out and whatnot. So you could even be, be killing it in NXT and developmental. But the moment you go to the main roster, and this is a very real thing, you are being on, compared to the hardcore audience and the casuals that do st still tune in. They are judging you based off of everything they've seen throughout their history of their lifetime in pro wrestling. And this is why it's very difficult to get over in pro wrestling on a grand scale because in people, and they do, we all see it. They compare people to other people, even though you're just starting out. So you, you, your year one is being compared to, to legacy hall of fame careers instantly. And it's, uh, let me go ahead and shell shock the internet explorer out of here. Apologize guys. The uh, he wanted me to give his wife a kid. Real guy can't get it done. Um, you're you're getting compared to everybody though by by the audience, and so uh, and there's another guy that Bronson Reed we could talk about too, and kind of tie this in in a second. But you got to look at him, and they have the presentation. He's been given a great entrance, kind of like a Sin City vibe. They're using the Sin City, which was mine that Vince took away from me. My thing that will be mine when I'm back from Sin City with it but it's kind of like a sin city the movie gimmick in the black and white 
at least that's the vibe that I get with things. But but you got to look in like what makes Karrion Cross stand out from everybody that we've seen in, in throughout the history of WWE. I don't know. He's been given opportunities to talk, and I'm not saying he won't be given more opportunities and things. It's all physical acting and the role that you play with that. And there's only so many spots and different things, you know. And I can tell you, he, he's not. He's, there's no way he's like a top merchandise seller or anything on anything like that. And they're looking; they've got guys that are. So those are the guys that are going to be featured above it. Even though there's a lot of political things that get tied into this, you know, is Vince coming back here and while the company's being sold, maybe playing on this? I don't know. But it seemed like I'm just giving you guys, I don't know what the answer is because I'm not there and I'm not seeing everything. But, you know, you here's an example. And I, I give you, because I, I can only speak from what I know. Like and I, when I debuted, how many guys looked like me? I looked like I could fit in any era. Big jacked up near 300 pound beast. Instantly have your attention. I was doing moves and doing things that nobody was doing. People hadn't seen. Throwing people around, taking on multiple people, picking up people, multiple people at a time. Doing things that had never been done. And this is what you got to do to get over. And this is what I've talked to you guys about. You as a performer have to look at the roster and go, what is, what don't we have right now? What can I do with whatever I'm doing? How can I go out there and stand out? And so I had physical the ability to do things with my strength and power and speed that other people could not do and can't do and still haven't done. And that's why I got over. And because they kept giving me more opportunities and more opportunities. You have to, maximize the time that you have. And again, sometimes there's restrictions and I've been a part of that where you're not allowed to do stuff. So I don't know everything going on on it, but there's a lot that goes into this in getting over and getting reactions. So, and I think he has a very cool dynamic with him and Scarlett with it. But like you look too, he's a big guy, but you look at his body. He's not as good a shape as he could be. And I say this, I would tell this to him, like you could be in better shape. And it's, you could be in, like, these are things that are looked at and he's been in better shape when this is, this isn't like a criticism for me, but this is how they view things. If they, if you're now up there and you're not as in good a shape as you used to be, they're going to look at, you know, whether you're using drugs or doing something you shouldn't have been, but you set yourself up for failure than doing that because you, there's no way you could sustain that under the, and so you better look the best that you can look without that stuff on it. But they judge you by that. If you, oh, a lot of guys that do this, I tell them, don't do drugs. You're going to set yourself up for failure when you can't keep that look up with that. But they look at that and they go, this guy, it, look, it makes it look like you become complacent with making some money and living a little bit better lifestyle. And that's happened to a lot of guys. But that's I, I tune in and see and I go, he's not in as good a shape as he used to be in. Maybe he's hurt. I don't know. There's things, there's a million reasons why that could be. But there's a lot that goes into this. And it's, it's not, and sometimes life is fair, sometimes it's not with it. But he's on TV routinely. And that's where I'm, like, you got to learn if you're getting TV time and you're being used outside of getting squashed where, you know, where that really, and then you're taken off TV and fired. But like, if you're going out there working programs with top guys, even though it might not be for you, that's fine. As long as you figure out ways to get over and to do good business and, and try to keep a good attitude. And this is why having a good attitude is so important in wrestling. This is why I laugh when I hear everybody say I had a bad attitude. Not the case at all. Always was fine. Whatever. That's why I think my, my if you go and look, it, it shows that with that. But you would want, I tell young up and coming wrestlers, like if and it's it's up to you to get a better deal of the contract or, or be communicate better. But if a finish is given by the promotion and that's what they want, you're more than allowed, fine to ask questions and be supportive of that. But you want to have a good attitude about it with the other person and go out there and give them everything you've got because you would want the other person to do that for you. 
right? And that's one of the most important things in pro wrestling. We don't always have to like it. We won't always like it. And, and, and there's going to be certain situations where we think it should be for us and it's not. And, but you know, and I've had that at the highest level where I just go, I would want that for me. And I go and I give it everything I got and, and make sure within their, their guidelines and that, but how can I still get myself over? And it's, I can, I can do a couple cool power things that people aren't going to see all show. That's going to make me stand out still. And yeah, maybe people won't like out the outcome, but at least they can see the effort. And that would be my best piece of advice to him is, is to still stay, stay positive. You don't have to like everything going on, but you go out there and you just give your opponents your very best and have a good attitude about it. And don't, don't complain to, to the wrong people in the back. Just, just keep grinding and, and, and communicate more with the office and, and, and try to fix things on your end, but don't, don't try to, to fix it online or anything or in interviews with other marks that are going to take your words and then shove them out because that will, that will get you driven down faster than anything. And that was, if you ever noticed my whole career, I, I never went that route until I left and I was gone. And then I just told the truth on it, but I wasn't going back and there was all the legal stuff and they were way different than this situation. But still, like when you're there, like uh, another example is uh, Yoshitatsu. They were pushing Tenzai when Tenzai, uh, Matt Bloom came back, A-Train, as Tenzai. And he was getting a big heel pushed with Cena, right? And then, then eventually, and I worked with him and other people. Great guy. Head down guy at NXT. He, uh, Yoshitatsu was like kind of, I think, uh, upset that they were giving him like a Japanese gimmick because he'd been in Japan. And he like Yoshitatsu went and made like a tweet online uh, that something about like kind of like just say like, I don't know it was just a, it was it was a tweet that that he was he was I don't know that you guys can find it if we look it up I don't remember I don't want to do it any injustice I don't remember the exact words I just remember hearing about it and seeing like oh that wasn't a good idea and the following week he got squashed by Tenzai on TV not not anything to look good because of the tweet didn't wasn't the right thing it wasn't like a worked thing the office didn't tell them to put it out so you could do yourself a lot of harm really quickly when you go that route because if you have the he has a contract like he has one of those just plain jane contracts i'm, I'm pretty sure and then they can just it can go really south really quickly on that and uh so you want to you want to avoid that at all costs and i always tell young people that when they ask on that and tell them it's physical act and keep a good outlook on it and always no matter how you feel about a, a finish with a promoter Never let that carry over to the opponent um, and always give him everything you got because you would want them to give you everything you got had the roles been reversed. And it's the easiest way to keep a good attitude uh, in a very negative atmosphere at times with that. And that kind of ties in with Bronson Reed. You know, I saw there was a video on Twitter that he had no reaction coming out. And I go, why would he? Though they debuted him and had a thing with nobody in the audience knows who he was. You're getting compared. Yeah, he's a big guy, but he's shorter and he's not the biggest guy they've ever had. He just kind of, if you look throughout the history of wrestling, he's just another guy and he's wearing a singlet and he's he's heavier. You've got Otis already, who I, I think is bigger with that and right and in in his is doing that gimmick already. And but he he does have he does have a, a look and he is a bigger guy still, right? And on that. But he debuted against a thing with Dexter Loomis, who's brand new, who nobody has feelings for anyway, who I would say maybe isn't working out is. And I don't I don't understand the character. and I've seen it a bunch with it. I don't. <clears throat> and not to say that he won't get over and do more, but you, he got debuted against a guy with that. And, and it, it's just it, when you debut on the main roster, you're getting compared. Rock, Austin, Hogan, 
Flair, Michaels, Undertaker, Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, Diesel, Bret Hart, just everybody they've seen, all the guys now currently that are all there that have been there for years. And so that's why like people compare you to them. And so you got to really stand out and go above and beyond and find ways to be unique that make people have to care about you. And it takes time and it takes getting opportunities, but it takes you knowing this and having this mindset to go out there and try to find ways to be different and unique. And you got to look at the roster. And the best way to do this is to look at the current roster and you go, what don't they have right now on this roster that I can bring to the table and stand out on? And that will give you the best chance to make money and become a draw one way or another in the business, whether it's through talking a certain way, whether it's through different mannerisms, whether it, it, it's through an intense intensity. And then you got to do the work and be able to back it up. I always wanted to be so intense bell to bell. And I'll tell you, and I always have been obsessed with conditioning. Daniel Bryan, and I talked about this. I believed and I saw it firsthand and being friends with him and, and, and watching him wrestle in person, I was fascinated that how Daniel Bryan didn't have a typical WWE look. And I go, how is he able to captivate the audience? They care about this guy. And, and it took a little time, but I, you know what got him? It was his energy. Bell to bell, he didn't stop. And he worked and he worked and he worked. And he, at the end, he would do those running drop kicks and he would find a way to get the crowd. And he, he wasn't doing all these big power moves, but he didn't. his energy levels would rise as the match goes on. Didn't matter how long it would. He would be able to pace himself and he would work to be able to rise his energy levels. And I go, and that's why I'm a big believer in everybody, almost the guys that have been really over have all have really good energy, which takes a lot of conditioning, which takes a lot of work, which most people can't do. Even if they excel at that level, it, there's differences in conditioning levels on this. And that's where I really, I go, I, cause I couldn't breathe through my nose. I go, I got to get obsessed with my conditioning. Hundreds of burpees every day, 100, 150 before matches at the gym on top of all my other stuff with everything and my weight training and my stretching and everything I was doing to be ready. And I was able to do that doing all my power moves, I was still able, I would be absolutely, I, if I would get through a match and wouldn't be blown up, I would try to blow myself up celebrating and getting on the buckles, Ryback rules, Ryback smash, feed me more, flexing as hard as I could in the corners after, just blow myself up if I couldn't get blown up wrestling. And, but people feed off of that and nobody was doing that. And I, and I, that's, but I learned it from Dan. I say, well, that's why he's, one of the reasons why he's as over is his energy levels are, are, are out of this world on that. And so that's what you got to have this mindset of looking and seeing what isn't anybody doing? What can I do? What moves can I do that, that maybe nobody's seen that other people aren't doing? Cause if you're just doing the moves, other people are doing, you're just doing moves. Other people are doing in that. So it's like, I have the, I had a thing where strength, I was able to do different things that not everybody could do. That's what set me apart on that. I could pick guys up on one shoulder and I could spin them over and hit a power slam that's never been done in history of wrestling before. I found ways to get people to go, that was completely different. And then, hey, that's different too. I've never seen that before on top of other things that are, you know, finding ways, mannerisms, you know, we could all, we could all body slam a guy. We could all hit the ropes and do a splash, but you know what stands out when you slam a guy and you go to hit the ropes and you stop and you look at him for lying there stupid. And then you hit him with a splash. And you put some character stuff and little kids and everybody's stupid. Everybody gets it. And you fit, you could, but that's the stuff with these guys. You got to look, you just can't go out there and be a robot going through the moves and everything with no passion and no emotion. You've got to have something. You go back and you watch all the greats. They had something go back and watch Hulk Hogan. When he was a baby face, he was still animated as, as could be. He was doing things. He was animated. 
Austin had an attitude like nobody else. The Rock was like nobody else. He had a confidence and arrogance about him. And that's the things you look at. Triple H believed he had an intensity and, and, and he had that badass personality that made you believe whether he was or wasn't. That That's what he was. And that's what you've got. You've just got to, you have to be able to have that as a talent. And that's the things you can't teach. And that's unfortunately, and everybody wants everyone to be a big star, but you've got it. There's, there's levels to this. There's levels. And there's levels within the physical acting and all aspects of it. So. I'm looking here at the uh, questions, seeing if I missed a super chat. I have not tried the prime drink yet. I know I, from what I was told, it has sucralose in it, so I will not be trying it. Yeah, VHS says nine out of ten guys on the on the current roster look like they came out of the WCW power plant. And that's mainly because of NXT. NXT looks like they're trying to make uh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I don't know. I just know it. it but you've got to use social media. You've got to let people know your personality. A lot of people are afraid to use the social media. I never understood it when I was there, and I wish I would have understood it. I wish I would have had all my accounts in 2012. I would have. I would have had ten times the following making it while I was there instead of on my last year there on some of them and with that. But you've got to like. I had to learn all that through my business. I learned that how important all this is. And uh, you've just got to, there's so many ways to get over in today's world with it. And, uh, but again, you can't, this is what a lot of people that you just can't teach this stuff. You can't, you got, it's, it's a thing. You got to be able to feel it. You got to, and it can't be forced. You got to like, you, you just, you just, I can't, I can't explain it. You just either you got it or you don't. And you could learn it. You can learn it to a degree, some of it, but like, there's just, there's stuff more on top of it. You can't just do moves. You can't have, you got to have a passion and a believability to you. You've got to, you've got to have a, a confidence and a belief when you're out there and you've got to have a way to know how to get over and to know how to interact with fans and how to look at them and how to get them to, to receive you. And it, it's, I don't know. And that comes with, I think, being really comfortable with yourself. And I think too, a big problem is a lot of people are not playing roles that are true to themselves. And it's not, that's, it happened. I've done it when I was younger. It wasn't playing anything that was true to myself. Parts, parts of it were, but never fully integrated. And, and it's, they're, they're still trying to discover who they are as human beings. Some people go their whole lives without knowing who they, who they truly are. So if once you can figure out who you are as a person, that then makes figuring out your wrestling character way easier, which I think is one of the big things. I, if I was them, I would be invested in, in, in self-development with my talent when they're in developmental speaking to people on who they are, what they are and helping them learn who they are and then going and then trying to figure out a wrestling character based off of your personality and, and who you are. And I think you'd have much more success in the long run of finding characters that are, that are more genuine to themselves. Super chat here. Thank you. Uh, you saw the prank with me and AJ Styles from the WWE Swerved. That was uh, with Miles. That was a lot of fun. We actually, that was our first take. That was at TV one day. And we were told that we we had to do that show, which which we weren't paid for. And uh, which, but the show made money in the network and the typical WWE stuff there. They, uh, 
but it was a lot of fun. And it was, uh, but that kid was per miles. I said to them, we did it. I go, we don't have to do anymore. Cause they wanted to, we had to do like six takes for the day. And we had TV later on. And like me and AJ were like, that's a home run. We're not going to get any better than that. And they, they, we had to film like five different things, different versions in different like segments. And then they go, Oh yeah. The first one was by far the best. Cause it was the kid. The kid was like, that was as real as it gets. And you couldn't have, we couldn't have scripted that any better or anything with that. And, uh, Man, that that was that was a lot of fun. I tell you, with that though. Flapjack, I'm gonna block you, brother. Don't spam the chat. You can't spam the chat, man. We'll get to questions when we get to them. When you when you do that, you get shell shocked out of Rybackville. Yeah, Grim, you, Grim, you called it. He's out of here, homie. Don't play that. I don't care if you like me or not, man. You spam my chat, you're gonna get meat hook and shell shocked out of Rybackville. Tyler Shugru, which team wins? Oh, here we go. Kurt Angle, The Rock, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and The Undertaker versus Chris Jericho, Stone Cold, Batista, Rey Mysterio, and Big Show. Ah, man, I'm going, uh, I'm going, I'm going Austin, Team Austin on that one. That's, that's a hell of a matchup with that. That's a hell, but if we're going prime careers, we're going prime Austin, prime Austin is um prime austin is 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 red hot team austin's going over stunners around the horn brother on that one uh i i have seen episodes of south park i don't watch it routinely but I, I watched, I saw the full episode a few weeks back, that Shake Weight episode I talked about. And I had, I used to watch it. That show came out when I was in high school. I remember I was blown away by, like, I was like, whoa. And I remember the, I had the video game. I remember playing the video game when I was a kid. And uh, and then I, I just never watched it. Or I would see it here and there, like little things, but I didn't watch it routinely. And, uh, but it's on Comedy Central, I think, where the, is it Comedy Central or one of the, it's, I can't, it's whatever channel The Office is on. Cause I'll watch the office from time to time or I'll put that on and while I'm working and that show always makes me laugh, but I, every once in a while I, I catch pieces of it. Yeah. Super chats here. Manolo, 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 Manalo S says when you wrestled in WWE, what was your dream match? Uh, well, two matches I wanted when I was there three, I want, I think, you know, Goldberg, and just like matches, I'm just saying that it didn't happen. I don't like the word dream. Like, I never had dreams about any of this. So I, I think that's always a weird thing. I'm like, why do we call it dream? Like, I don't literally dream about this stuff. It's just matches I would think that I would want to happen. Uh, Lesnar and Undertaker. And I, I talked, Hunter was another one. I thought we, we might do something and then it ended up, we didn't. Uh, but yeah, I'd say those. There's but there's a lot of matches, different times and periods, and but never a dream. Like there's never. I don't understand the the terminology on some of this stuff. You know, maybe some people dream about it. I, I can tell you, I never have. I missed another super chat. 
Hulk says, at this point, would you consider Paul Heyman the greatest manager of all time? Can anyone on the mic on the mic touch him? Absolutely. Plenty of people could touch him on the microphone. Uh, I think he's done a good job at surviving in the industry and being around for a long time with that. And he is he is talented, he is good. Uh, but I think he's just in a he's just in a position being used and he knows a lot. He's been around, you gotta respect the, the length of time he's been involved in the pro wrestling business with that. You know, that said, I would never want to have anything to do with them. I think plenty of people, I think plenty of people could smoke him on the microphone and, and if they just have at it. I think a lot of people work with him on things, but I think for a guy that's never wrestled or done anything, or should he had a wrestling match with me, but I should say like has never been known as a performer, right? Or anything like that. He's made, done a very good job making a, a good living, I would presume, uh, you know, is this thing. I, I don't know. I'm not the word greatest and all that. Like, I don't, I think there's, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that. I think there's plenty of people that have been great managers. I think he's had the longest reign up there of, of, of being used and right. And in, in, from WCW to, and then doing the ECW thing and uh, WWE, WWF, WWE. But he, he's a very, you know, he's he's a political person. He knows he's, and you've heard anybody, and you hear like very shady, very snake-like, and you know, he was he was built that back east New Yorker. He was built for that industry with with the way that it used to be and, and still can be. So, <clears throat> the big guy I was told male performance formula is going to be completed and shipped out next week. So it would be not next week, but the, either the weekend or probably the following early week, it will be back in stock finally on feedmemore.com. I apologize for the wait on all of that. And uh, it, it's just, unfortunately, things take time and the manufacturer, they're, they're hustling. And they, they just told me the other day that next week it's going to be completed and shipped out. And usually shipping is usually three, four days max. So. Uh-oh, we've got another, uh, we're going to, Leroy is here. This must be the account from yesterday. Was it, who was the guy yesterday, the religious dude? Uh, Leroy says, God resist the proud and gives grace to the humble. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded why are the religious people like the most vicious and evil? And by the way, if God and Jesus, all this stuff you talk about is so loving and caring, why do they do so many bad things to people? That's not the definition of love. You talk about this and forgiveness, but like all, this is where you guys have no goddamn common sense on things. Like get out of here with this. What whack jobs. They're always the worst. Hold on. I got to find his account. Sauce God in the house. Where'd that religious nut go? Why can't you just be good? People, more people would listen to your message if you knew how to talk to people. Humble yourselves before, before the Lord and he will lift you up. We all die anyways, Leroy. So is that, is that, what, what's, what, you know, like, what's the point in that, Leroy? Oh, I'm not going to be able to hear you because you've been shell-shocked out of Rybackville. And I believe in God. I believe in a higher energy. I believe there's multiple words. It's all energy. I believe that energy lies inside each and every son of, inside of each and every single one of us. We are all one from the same one energy source. The thing that differentiates us and makes us different is our ego and our consciousness on that, in which there is good and bad and good energy and evil energy. But we are all from the same energy source. But 
man-made 4,000-something different religions. God didn't. That energy didn't. And uh, there's a lot that we will never know. But I assure you that, that, that God, Jesus, you guys try to talk about being so kind and loving, yet you are so judgmental and hating and threatening that we are going to suffer and be hurt and this and that. Like, like, I think a lot of people have common sense to go, oh, if that's what it is, we, I'm not, I don't care for that kind of attitude. Get out of here. Just be good people. Be good human beings with it, right? That's, that's it at the end of the day. Jesus is Lord. Great, brother. Well, who was Lord before that? Who was who was who was Lord in all the different religions and the di different countries? Who, who was Lord? Who who was Lord before Jesus existed? How did those poor people manage without 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 Lord? I'm at a common sense question. I've never heard one person give me a, a, a straight answer on this. You guys, you guys, go go tell your other religious buddies. I want you guys to come into my chat and keep these numbers boosted. Every day, I want another quack job in here. Just blah, 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 blah. Shell-shocked out of Rybackville. I'm the most loving, caring person on this. I just, you guys are always all so mentally screwed up. He's coming to get you. He's going to get you. He's going to get you, too. He's going to get all of us. That newt goes off to all of us. It's not going to say, nope, you're not going to burn. Hopefully, it hits you directly in your house. Yes, I do think Vince will sell WWE. Sauce God in the house. Good to see you, Sauce God. You got me yesterday. Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts WrestleMania. You know, that, so it wouldn't be something like that would actually, not in a match themselves, but in people's corner. But they would have to have a deal like with the NFL or there would have to be something more behind it with that. And then like, and maybe too, yeah, you could have a little physical little altercation with them. That wouldn't be a horrible idea with the two something if that could, but uh, you know, that would be a lot of money. And, and I don't know what the promotion would have to be that, for that, but you know, that's the kind of thing too, where if, it, and where's WrestleMania though in LA or yeah, right. LA this year. But that would be one if, if WrestleMania just happened to be like in Kansas City or Philadelphia, then you do it with the hometown hero and then you bring in the heel quarterback with the heel on the heel side. That would, would be how that would really, really, really be able to melt that for all that it's worth on that, right? With it, in my opinion, just from but, but doing it in a, a neutral place like that, it's not it's not the same effect, in my opinion. Yeah, and I have friends that are religious, and they're nicest people, and they're great, and they and they make sense when they talk. And I like; I think it gives good morals. I don't think there's anything wrong with having structure in your life and living by a set of rules. That that, but everything is it's just a set of rules to live by. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It just kind of gives some structure that could be better than nothing for people with it. But there's a, those of us that have good structure and and don't need that to to live by. There's like plenty of ways to do it. In the book, The Secret, there's a lot of similarities in certain things and in, 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 in the positivity and the mindset and in, in how things happen that can line up with certain parts of religion with that. But it's just like, geez, Louise, get out of here. The ones that are like that. And I'll never, I'll never like hate on anyone that wants to like have structure and, and that in the life. But it's when you like try to threaten. That's like me. Imagine me that I just told you guys, if you guys don't listen to me on The Secret and the Law of Attraction, the, the 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 law of attraction god 
is going to come down and strike you and he's going to burn you alive. You are going to suffer. You you need to save yourselves. You need to fall, you need to hop on that law of attraction bus. Hurry before it's packed. Those doors are still open for you. But if you don't, there's no saving you. You will eternity of suffering. You, your family, generational suffering. If you don't hop on the law of attraction bus with me and Rhonda Byrne, Hong Kong, you, you don't know. You just, you, he, he is coming back. That energy, that positive energy is, that positive energy is coming back. And those that are negative are going to burn. Law of attraction for life. I don't know. But that's what it, it's like. Just if, if I was on here doing that, you guys better do this. Which law of attraction, though, thoughts are, are proven energy. Like that's a proven thing. A scientific proven thing. And our, our positive thoughts are, are stronger than negative thoughts and, and have a great impact on our lives when we truly believe so. But hey. I This is another one I get. This is, I'm just, so this is a tip for you guys. There's nothing pro wrestlers hate more that just like is more disappointing than when fans come up and go, what was it like working with Cena and Undertaker? What were they like? They were humans. They're like any other human on the planet. They they piss and poop and they eat food with forks and knives and spoons and they put it in their mouths and they chew. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, they're just like me, but they're not me. That's what I did right when I first met Undertaker. I looked at him like this. Oh my God, that's that's the Undertaker. Jesus. He's a human. Wait, a, those tattoos look like they were done in a parlor shop. My God. Look at these talking to women. I didn't know the Undertaker. Mark Calloway talked to women. Like, what do you... They're just normal people that work hard that are pro wrestlers. That's what, like... But we don't like it when you're like, what was it like working on like this and that? Like, oh, I loved locking up with, with Cena's big meaty body in the ring. Just feeling his, the definition in his delts in my hand on his full, massive form. And the ring is two bulls tussling in there. You know, it was great drinking with him out by his bus, drinking moonshine. I'm just like, this is, I can't believe this guy. He's human, just like me. Processes alcohol. He gets drunk. I don't know what to tell you guys on this, but like, we don't like it when you ask what it's like, like with this, because they're, we're not weird like that. Like where we'd like, we look at them like in a different way that, that I guess you guys do. I hope to God people ask that to Cena though. What was it like? What was, what was Ryback like? Was he always hungry? Uh <sighs> Justin, thank you. Soho Burrito was very good. I think they closed the location on Craig. I didn't see it pop up because I looked it back at there. I need to look. That place was really good. Wait. Oh, no. Another religious bulls. Seton Surha. Creation of the greatest proof of God. We just don't know who it is. Believe it's Jesus because the Christian Bible is the oldest with scientific facts. Look at the perfection of everything around bowls you still haven't answered me on my question what did all the people do before jesus is known existence can can you please can you can you sign can you can you religious people christians out there calling all christians calling all christians could you please tell me what everybody did since you would know what did all the human beings do prior to jesus being around 
just, just would love to know from a human history standpoint. No judgment. But Bulls, we're going to shell shock you out of here because I don't think you can answer either because you would have you would have taken the opportunity to answer. God. The Sahara location. All right. Yeah, I'm away from all that. But if I'm ever in the area, my, my shoulder therapy is over there. So if it times out, I definitely will, will be tr checking it out again. You guys had very good food. Sweet Sugar Sugar says, haha. I know I asked some weird questions, but some people bring it to a whole other level. Your answers are always your answers are always hilarious. Thank you, Sugar Sugaru. I just try to just speak with authenticity and just be real. My thing is too is like if you, I don't care how you live your life on that. Like if you're religious, why are they always trying to preach to other people to do it? If they were so damn happy, you would just be happy. Instead, you just like, you try to get people with fear and like threatening them. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But that's why I just, I just stay away from it. Uh-oh, we got another one back. Hold on. Megan is here. Megan says, we must all renounce our sinful ways and believe alone in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Hey, Megan, Megan Moore, I'm going to bring you on. I want to bring you on, Megan. I just want to ask you one question. Please, we want to get Megan on the show. This is for Megan right here. Hold on, let me get it in. Oh, they did. They went and told all the other, all the religious forms from Reddit. They're all hopping in now. If you can, Megan, click on this link and join me on the show real quick. I have one question. Roderick says, Jesus Christ will shell shock you to the Indies. That's, oh, very threatening, threatening there, religious person. I don't have no problem getting shell-shocked to the indies. I make more money on the indies than most people make on TV, so I'm not, I'm not going to be upset at that. They are, they're multiplying like gremlins. They literally just ran and hopped in water. Megan, I want you to click Megan Moore. I see your picture on YouTube. It has a profile image of a woman. I just want to ask you one question about the religious thing on it. I'm not, this isn't, I'll, I'll ask you very respectfully and let you go about your way. Because you say we must all renounce our sinful ways and believe alone in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That sounds like some cult shit to me right there. I don't know about you. We're going to block you out of here. I don't, I don't want you on the show. She didn't click on anyways, though. She wasn't going to. That's not a bad gimmick, though, the religious thing, and get them to all just keep coming. They can they can help me bypass the algorithm, the religious, the Christian. The Christian Reddit forum is welcome on the Ryback Show at any time. Uh, Grim Reefer says, I'm a fan of arm wrestling. Devin uh, Larratt is, uh, I know who that is, is my favorite. I hope I pronounced that right. He beat Braun Strowman last year. I wonder if you consider doing an arm wrestling match. Absolutely not. I would never even in a million years. That's not even pro wrestler Braun. I don't think ever should have done it either with it, with that, even though I, it's cool that he did, but the, anything, um, let me, the, uh, Braun, I saw that the match with that guy, that guy trains, that guy is, is, and, and there's, I think a couple people, one or two people that the Devin, there's that other big guy that's all juiced up. And I don't know if Devin uses drugs or not. 
Uh, I know a lot of the guys do because I know some of them that are involved in it and they're huge steroid users on that. Um, but that is a skill. And I, I've seen that and like the, and watched enough, especially when I was younger on the different uh, like techniques and different things. And there's strength training that goes in that these guys do like Devin, I've seen some of his videos on his training. The guy is an absolute, he's, he's no different that like he is, he's like, if you no different than, if you look at like a Michael Jordan in basketball or a Tiger Woods in golf or whoever you're looking at in any industry that, that, that is, that has excelled and had a lot of success, Tom Brady in football, like he is that of arm wrestling as far as like he has applied himself and gone all in and he has mastered or is high compared to people around, like he's an elite of the elite of, of, of that, of arm wrestling with that. And, uh, so like there's very few people that are going to be able to, you know, it doesn't matter. You have to be significantly bigger and stronger than him and they, to be able to even stand a chance if you don't even know what you're doing and things. Because he knows so many different tricks and so many different things and techniques and, you know, but after my shoulder deal, I would never even in a million years even, one, put myself in that position to do that. And or two, wouldn't ever do anything without training for a period of time just because there's a lot that goes into that. And two, even with your good arm, I'd go, I don't want my good arm messed up. And, and three, but with that, I'm a pro wrestler and that's what I'm doing in that for physical acting and pro wrestling. And you have to know where your money is and why you're doing that's like him just saying, Hey, go take him and let's go put him in WrestleMania and let's film him just making a fool of himself. That's essentially, you know, or maybe he does all right. He does better than what people, but he, he would do way better if he had training and it was protected or, you know what I mean on that. So that's why I think it's silly. Whenever people like you go and do things that like with somebody else's their thing, like and you're, a lot of people just videotape stuff to do that to get views. But you have to also have to think about though people you're being perceived though. You're a lot of people don't have common sense and don't understand what's going on. But you're going into somebody else's world with no training or nothing and just to get a video. And it's like where it might not really. Why would you, you don't have to do that? You don't have to do that. But it's your choice. I'll never, but like, that's my thought process. What's the risk of like going and ripping a tendon in your elbow or your, your bicep tendon out into your, your upper arm and shoulder? What, what would be the point of it with that? Or even if like you go and you do well, like what's the point of it? Are you making, are you going to get paid a lot of money for that? Is it worth the risk or the chance? If not, no, it's a silly, foolish decision to even do anything like that. He is, that guy is, is a monster in that. And you know, He's, you take him, put Devin, put him on a bench press contest. He ain't winning that. He's probably really strong and probably with that, like put him in a squat contest, put him in a deadlift contest, pull him in a pull-up contest, you know, but for that, for arm wrestling, that's his, he's like the master or he's the, 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 in the, that handful of guys that are, you know what I mean? And that's a lot, so many different things in life. Do not click on the links, guys, on that. I'm going to ask you, if, if people continue to click on the links, you will be. I won't just kick you out. I will ban you. I'll shell shock you off the show. It was meant for Megan, and Megan Megan got shell shocked out of here. Thank you. Cardiff, Wales, man, thank you very much. I've wrestled there. I have a shirt from Cardiff. Uh, we're going to have to shell shock you out of here, brother. You, you didn't listen. You literally just the same person too. Ah, that sucks. Thank you for playing.
I appreciate all you guys. I think all the Ryback shows are pretty pretty entertaining, quite frankly. But it it's always funny when you get the the whack jobs in here. People, you never know. I'm looking to see. Uh, Hold on one second. Ryback, new religious gimmick. Good afternoon. Good to see you guys. Jeremiah, good to see you in the gym listening to Meat on the Table. I got to see if we can get a new version beyond Meat on the Table. See if Jim Johnston will will redo it, make it, make it, make it better. TikTok, appreciate all the love and support. We yesterday had a, a pretty decent show. I think we did about 30,000 on yesterday's show. Hopefully, <laughs> get this show back up into that 7,500,000 range on TikTok on there and uh, keep this baby growing. And uh, we're going to just keep hustling, trying to work out on some of the kinks on the shadow banning stuff. And I once I said, once Elon fixes the algorithm, the Twitter, it is, uh, which I have another case open on there, and I'm just waiting for their lies of not helping. Um, but they, I'm, I'm waiting for him, the, the permanent changes, and it hopefully should drastically increase like it did when we went private for two days on there. And uh, once that happens, I'll start tagging news outlets. I'm going to become very outspoken, and I'm going to get the rest of my social media fixed. I just need my voice in one place like that. Once I get my voice back on there, it's going to be a game changer over time. Sweet Sugar Sugar goes, can you tell little guy and Sophie that I said, yo. Right there, little guy Sophie, sweet sugar sugar says, Yo, little guy's looking at me. Sophie no sold it, but little guy gave me turned around and looked at me. Thank you very much, buddy. Uh, my favorite donut, yeah, my favorite sauce was barbecue. What's my favorite donut? I tell you, those. Well, the, the vegan donuts are all the, these ba- the disco donut. There's some and uh, Garden uh, Grill has some vegan donuts. They're all delicious. And that that uh, my favorite donuts, I think, in like Krispy Kreme when I've had them there are those the 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 uh, cookies and cream. I think I say that, but then I just think of all the different donuts. I can just tell. I don't know if there's one particular one that's my all time favorite. I, I got to tell you because like I love I loved maple donuts when I was a kid. A good maple donut. The, the long, the, the length one maples, but even if they're not, but the, the Winchells we used to get used to have like the, the maple bars. Those were always a go-to for me. Um, I have always been, I've always loved jelly filled donuts. I've always, I've always been a fan of those. The cookies and cream Oreo donuts, like Krispy Kreme, always been a fan of those. Even the original glazed Krispy Kremes. I thought those were always, were always good. You know, and it's like one of the, I, I couldn't eat a lot of one, but if I mix them up, you could eat way more with it uh i've always been for uh cinnamon is it apple fr- apple fritter apple fritter fritters i've always always been a sucker for those uh so yeah th- th- those are kind of i think i just listed every donut i'm just going sprinkles chocolate sprinkles i love i love the the good a good like the the crispy cream chocolate donuts as well amazing you know what ones? I'm not a big fan of like the powdered donuts. The powdered ones are a little too dry usually. So maybe that, that I can give you at least one that I 
I'm not even though I'll still eat it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Dr. Respect, thank you. Looks like you're well fit based on the YouTube short with the reddish jacket. I miss your workout videos as well. Will you be bringing them back? I'm actually in the, I'm close to as in good of shape as I've ever been. I think I'm very close. And I, I don't, I, I, there's a couple things. I'm in that two, in my, depending on the day, but 285 to 288 range. And I'm very, very lean right now. But like I wear baggy clothes, so sometimes it's very difficult to tell um, when I'm in clothing. You just tell I'm still like the size wise, but in that that definition can change obviously. And I'm in very 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 good shape. I'm still there's that once I'm this shoulder and because I give myself more off days, I do more cardio days, and where normally it used to be five days a week of weight, sometimes it's only three or four on that, and then the rest are all like cardio and sauna and a lot of shoulder work to get the scar tissue that I've gotten so freed up with that. So I'm not training, like my shoulders and chest and different things. I'm not training as heavy as I was then, but my weight is pretty much the same. So I know that if I can get my weight back up on certain things, which I can just want my shoulder to be where I want it, that I think I'm going to be even in better shape than I was, but I've stayed together. I haven't, I I'm conditioning wise. And I've, I do everything the same as if I'm wrestling. I've not let myself go in any way, shape or form. It just was happened early on with all the stem cells. There were like periods I had to take like four months off, three months off. And I had 19 stem cell procedures. So there were a lot of periods of where I had to stop doing weights for periods. And I still stayed in the, in the two eighties and maybe low two or high to mid two seventies early on. There were a couple points. My weight dipped a little bit more on that because I, I was like, there was a period, I think I went four months straight, but this was happening frequently of like that train for a few months or four months and then back at it again, take months off just doing cardio and sauna and all that. And so like, and I, but I stayed big throughout all of it, but I, I was, there was probably a 20 pound difference at one point from top weight or maybe 25 even and that, but it was, it was never at once. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? So, and now it's back up and, and like, cause everything I'm so healthy and, great and been blessed so i'm just waiting until i'll get clear i just got to get i'll know when i'm going to go for clearance on my shoulder and it's probably going to be the moment i get the documentation for the ryback trademark i'll go get cleared and then i'll make a big announcement and uh and then and then get ready and, and add in the things i need to add in and, and go from there on it but uh i just yeah i try to always stay in shape just i, I just it's who i am i've been in shape since i was a kid uh, we got a new, hold on. We've got a, I'll answer this. Hold on before we get, oh, we, oh, yeah, we'll do the super chat before the religious stuff. Jesse, thank you. Saucedo says, were you planning on joining Bellator MMA a few years ago? No, never. Uh, and that all started. But what I did do is I, in the guy that I had that was doing all the deals at the time, I had him speak to them uh, because they reached out and they, oh, they, offered something and it was essentially probably what they gave swagger i don't know it might have been more money i don't know it was it was essentially that was never worked out but this is when i would left i was hurt hurt like and i didn't know i hadn't even gotten i don't think i even knew i needed a five diffusion shoulder replacement yet i just knew i was really bad and it was getting worse and i think it might it might even been close to getting that done uh but i remember when he might the guy asked me he goes should i talk to them i go yeah just see what they'll offer i just wanted to know personally what they were willing to offer me to just go do that and uh even though it, it, it didn't matter what the money amount was there was there was no and it was a lot of money i remember from it was and it was 
I, probably like a three fight six figure thing. It could that could have been worked out probably even more had I shown interest. And um, and but that was essentially it was give you like give you fights like Swagger did to to get your record padded up and to, and to I was already doing the training I had been for some time with that and uh, it, but it was never anything. I was launching Feed Me More Nutrition and it was too like it was I was so physically bad. It, there was nothing. And that's why people don't like Lucha Underground. I talked to Vampiro, reached out and had a thing early. I talked to Jarrett with Impact. And when I was just, I just wanted, I would just, I wanted to hear what the numbers were just for my own personal ego more than anything, just to see. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I, like, I, I if you watched on the indies too, like I took matches that I, I could with smaller guys so that I could just get by and I wore the weight belt the whole time. And, and then eventually my stem cell doctor, like literally so angry. He just goes, you have to stop wrestling. Like it was like just, and I, and I, and I, there's just so much money on the table and I was, the supplements cost a lot of money. And it was, I was like, I, I didn't really want to take away that big of a revenue stream. And, and the, but then it was, it, the stuff happened with Sophie. And I think, uh, what do you want to call it? God or the universe. It, it, it said, we're going to slow you down if you're not going to slow yourself down. And, that's why I said I've always been protected in weird ways and um, with that. So, but they, they did, they did reach out and that, but I think then we talked about it on the show and we were very honest about it. And I think though, but people take that and like, they hear you talk to that. And then it was, they, they turn it into whatever headlines they want to make to get clicks and to get people, you know, in that. And it was, I said from the very beginning, what I'm saying now, nothing's ever changed on that story on it. And it was their people reached out and talked to the guy that was, doing my management and emails at the time. And, but yeah, had I, I that 1000% could have, all that would have taken was probably another phone call on their point uh, on getting the money. And if that wasn't then, then a phone call with me discussing the money and me just saying, let's put a date, let's go. That, that would have, because that was the interest was there for, but it was, it was never anything ever, ever contemplating outside of just knowing what they were willing to, to offer me because that information is valuable when you know what a company's willing to offer you too, you know, and say I had been healthy and, and had a lot of different things and, and was like, well, we're going to, we got to, let's go back on TV. Let's go like the, you know, and the focus wasn't on the supplements and all that, you know, and they say, Hey, we're going to give you 350,000 for three fights and with a deal for if it goes well. And then, you know, to open negotiations for a bigger contract, you know, at least you know that and you have that information. And then you talk to, you know, Lucha Underground or, or Impact and they they go, they might have a better deal in place. Maybe they don't have a better deal, but maybe there's not as much risk. And they go, well, we can only give you 250000 but it's for a season and, you know, it's pro wrestling. It's not fighting on that. And so and that, you know, you don't have to spend your own money on trainers and different things. And I go, well, I'm going to, that's better for me because I'm going to, I'm going to net more of that 250 than I would have of that. 350 or whatever you know what i mean so that's where like just business savvy and just knowing you want to always know numbers there's nothing wrong with ever knowing numbers from places because you could use those numbers for other things to make a better decision for yourself and your family in the long run uh hold on where's tiffany Yeah, I do the sauna all the time. So Tiffany says, before Jesus, there was God the Father, 
and there was no Bible. God only speaked with his chosen people. But you said chosen. You spelled chosen wrong, Tiffany. It's, it suggests you open the Bible and look how they spell that in there. Uh, so God the Father, so what, God got overruled by Jesus now? Tiffany, you got to get this story straight for the big guy. Trademark big guy, not the big guy upstairs. I love God more than I love the universe, the energy, and I believe there is much higher powers, but we, I believe we are all, all have that power inside of us and are all part of that one energy. Like I said, the difference is our consciousness and our ego. And Tiffany, I got to say, I don't really like, I don't really like your ego and consciousness too much right now. The cho the chosen people. Who are the chosen people, Tiffany? Hold on, I want to. I ain't afraid to shell shock a bitch. Where's Tiffany at? Uh, hold on. Was it right above that? I could have sworn. Uh, I can't find her now. She'll she'll speak up again. She won't be able to hold it in. Somebody says I should be MJF's muscle. I bet me and him would get along really well. He he is very entertaining though. I give him that with all he's done. He's done well. There is no timetable, Jared. We've talked about it, everything. The the trademark stuff is hopefully a few months of getting the documentation. Maybe even sooner, but it's probably looking like a few months. And then I, we got to go from there. Good to see all of you guys. I appreciate it. Never been a seafood lover, no. <clears throat> With that, guys, we're going to wrap up with hour and 33 today for the Ryback show. Uh, probably, I don't know for sure if we're taking tomorrow off and then back for Friday or back tomorrow, possibly off for Friday because Friday I always do the feeding time videos as well. And so it creates a pretty busy day, but I've been doing the Friday shows. Ideally, I would like to get all the way through Monday through Friday and even possibly Saturday. Um, we'll have to see. It's, but there may be a day off in one of those, either tomorrow or Friday. But always check in on the mornings. Always have the clips up. Always got the YouTube shorts. Please keep those notifications on. Please share this show, this channel, guys. That's I, I need you guys with all of this, with everything going on. And uh, keep this thing moving forward. And all as always, Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com for the best supplements on the planet. All the Ryback merch. If you're not into the supplements and we have a lot of different hats and drinkware and, and merchandise, t-shirts, tank tops, sweaters, uh, with all of that, hoodies on there, guys. Really, really high quality merchandise, whether it's the Ryback, the Hungry, the Feed Me More. Uh, we have we have workout like stuff and designs that are non-wrestling, non-Ryback non stuff on there as well. And I've got all the, the codes in the description of the comment that will go up after this video is up. But as always, guys, let's have a great one today. Have a, a very, very, very good Wednesday evening moving forward. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet, Feed Me More Nutrition, and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.